0: Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Be it superstition or just an apparition, you suddenly appeared inside my heart. Does this strange romance stand?
1: welcome to from the bleachers i'm your host as always seamus clancy coming to you from the wonderful green green nation radio podcast network now this week i'm recording late late tuesday night no podcast last week for me neither from the bleachers nor odds and end zones and it's probably for the best in that regard zoe and i had some scheduling conflicts cutting nail down a pipe last week we're gonna do a big super bowl betting gambling preview and, again, it's probably best for you and for me. I didn't embarrass myself with the picks I threw out there because you didn't want to tell me and go oh for the whole weekend all Sunday. But maybe if you're, uh, you're going against me and you just wanted to fade everything I did, could have made some nice cash for yourself. So either you're welcome or apologies either way. But it's, it's weird. I, I did a bunch of Super Bowl bets. And sometimes if on FanDuel or DraftKings, if you do a same-game parlay, you'll get a – you can opt into one of those promos. You'll get $10 back to use for a future bet or whatever. Just be like, hey, idiot, I hear you're losing money. Here's more money that you can uh, you know think you're going to win, but you're probably still going to lose anyway. And I just threw it on the men's U.S. curling team because the Olympics are on. Like I obviously know nothing about curling. I don't even watch any Olympic sports. I was like, yeah, they're minus 126 money line. Uh, Let's do it. I threw the 10 backs on there, and I won. I don't even know anything. didn't even watch the game. That's how I won a gambling. And that's the second time this Olympic season I've randomly bet on a United States curling team. This was the men's one uh, a couple weeks ago, or I guess not a couple weeks, but a week or two ago. I also bet on the, the mixed team, the mixed USA curling team, and won. Maybe I should just give up NBA, NFL coverage and just dedicate my life to curling. And maybe if I could, uh, even the Pete Rose of curling, I have a huge gambling scandal, go to the Olympics, fall from grace, ban from the Olympic Hall of Fame. That'd be a way to get remembered, more so than probably just being a podcaster and writer. I do have some big news, though. Uh, I will be changing And, again, I'm recording this late Tuesday night after the Sixers game. We're talking about a little Sixers stuff. Not going to be a super long podcast. Do a little quick hitters in the Philadelphia sports scene and wrap things up. And, again, I'm recording this Tuesday. Tuesday morning made an announcement on Twitter that I will no longer be writing for LibertyBars.com, SB Nation, Sixers home, and our own BleedingGreenNation.com, our Eagles home. Given that I will have a new job, I will be the deputy sports editor. <laughs> deputy sports editor. Crazy title for me, in my mind at least. Not, it feels weird to say. For Philly Voice, where you may also know the work of BGN Radio co-host Jimmy Kemsky, who's the Eagles beat writer for Philly Voice. I'll be working with him going forward. And obviously Brandon's on the Eagles beat. And you know Jimmy for listening to that too. And but that doesn't mean BGN radio is not going to stop. They love the work that I've done in my career, and that's you know, part of the reason I got the job. Uh, but they do love the work that BGN radio does and that brand synergy since I've been a part of this for a long time. This is my hundred and third episode. BGN radio is still cooking and going strong with, with Jimmy, who is with Philly Voice and BLG. So I'm still going to be doing the podcast, which I'm overjoyed about. This is, you know, has been, I, sh- I guess I can say. Uh, before my I start my affiliate voice job at the end of the month has been the favorite thing I've ever done in my career. So I'm glad I can keep doing that for anyone who's been listening, whether you've been listening since the first episode, and in retrospect, I imagine it was absolutely terrible. And so were the first 20, 25, or maybe even 30. Or if you just started listening this past season when the Eagles were going on a little run or whatever. I appreciate anyone who listens or watches our videos on YouTube. You always find my videos. On YouTube for both from the bleachers and odds and end zones. I try to put on a different t-shirt and hat combination every different time I come on here. So you can appreciate, I guess, I appreciate you. Maybe you can appreciate the effort I put in here to not look like an absolute slob on video. Just saying, just saying, it's a two-way street. Again, Tuesday night, just finished, wrote a recap of the Sixers game. They were on national TV for LibertyBars.com. So listen to this on Wednesday morning, Wednesday afternoon. Go on LibertyBars.com. You can check out my recap. Didn't miss much watching the game, and I really hope you didn't waste two and a half hours doing so. Just read my recap. It'll take like 100 seconds to read that instead of going back and watching that game or anything like that. Sixers lost by 48. 48 on national television to – it feels weird calling them a rival now because I don't think – not only do the Celtics not care, uh, their fan base – Uh, I don't think any player on either of these teams cares about their state of a rivalry. I think it's a little bit different uh, in the NFC East, both between the fans uh, because I think it's double-sided between all the different fan bases, whether it's Eagles-Washington, Eagles-Giants, Eagles-Cowboys, everyone is talking smack back and forth on the internet. It doesn't really exist that way. Uh, The NBA is just a different creature, I think, and uh, doesn't really have that taste, especially for the Boston fans, I would say. And I don't think Eagle – well, I think Eagles players might care about those divisional games. It just doesn't have the same flair for NBA players, especially because you see uh, players' player movement is much more pronounced in the NBA, especially amongst the you know your better and good players, uh, as opposed to the NFL. too. So I think that adds a factor to it. But for people who've been in Sixers fan for a long time, they've had that tradition passed down for them from generations. Celtics are obviously a historic rival, and to lose like that. It sucks, but, you know, in my recap, I was kind of crapping on the team. Understandably so, you can't, you know, you can't come unscathed after a 48-point loss. But I try to be somewhat rational level-headed and be like, hey, James Harden isn't playing yet. This team is going to look completely different next week. It's going to be a completely different thing. from any Sixers team we've watched since Allen Iverson last played here. They haven't had a guard of this caliber. Like Thursday afternoon, got James Harden. And now, I haven't trimmed my beard since then. Coincidence? I think not. Again, you can see it on our YouTube channel, which I will keep operating and uploading content on. As long as BGM Radio will have me, I will always be glad to be part of this wonderful network. You have great producer, Ray Shell, Michael Kissed all the way up the ladder, everyone who's involved, John, BLG, uh, Babes on Broad, everyone, Mark Schofield. And I'm just ready to watch Harden Ball. And I'm sure at some point, Zoe and I will talk about this this offseason. It's, you know, the Eagles offseason—they're not, at least we think, immediately going to make some big splashing move. I know the Rams, since they won the Super Bowl, uh, they did trade for Matt Stafford before last year's Super Bowl, so there is some precedent. We we're thinking like, oh, maybe like the Eagles could already swing a trade. I don't think that's going to happen, you know, tomorrow or this week or next. And there is the opportunity for Russell Wilson. I dedicated an entire podcast to uh, potentially tra- uh, trading for Russell Wilson a couple weeks back. And now the other guy I think comes up now is because there's a kind of a social media aspect there is the Cardinals, uh, Kyler Murray, who was the first pick in the 2019 draft Heisman Trophy winner at Oklahoma, goes there, has some success, made the playoffs this year, and they absolutely get demolished in the playoffs to the eventual Super Bowl champions and really, really embarrassing loss. Kyler Murray scrubs all mentions of the Cardinals from his social media post then the Cardinals' Instagram account deletes all of their posts that they've ever had, except two, one, picture of Kyler Murray when he was drafted, and two, a picture of Kyler Murray at this year's Pro Bowl. So I have no idea really what's going on there. There are theories. Maybe he just literally wants out. Maybe the Cardinals don't want him there. Does he want Cliff Kingsbury to be fired? I don't know. They share an agent. I don't know how much you can truly make of that stuff, but it's something that springs to mind for me that we might not necessarily – he, he might not hate Cliff Kingsbury the way, I guess, the the big debate and conversation discourse around Kingsbury is in the NFL circle amongst people who aren't in that Arizona market, people you just see on Twitter, writers of respect those types of things. Would English be interested in Kyler Murray? Absolutely, I would think. I think Harry Rosen might be even more excited to pounce on that potential trade than Russell Wilson, given the, you know, the eight-year age discrepancy or whatever it might be. And then you have to think that Kyler Murray's career has nowhere to go but up, whereas – Russell Wilson has accomplished a ton of his career. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame, one of my favorite players I've ever seen, one of the best I've ever seen. But at the same time, uh, he's going to be entering his age 33 season, I believe, or just left his age 33 season. So right around there, different aging curves. That could be a situation where the Eagles are thinking, hey, if he wants to leave there and he's 24, 25, let's give him a couple picks. And I necessarily – I wouldn't hate it. I I really wouldn't hate it. I I don't think you're going to – if Jalen Hurts was as accurate as Kyler Murray and could throw the ball as far as Kyler Murray, I think people would have fewer concerns about Jalen Hurts. And again, I think most likely scenario this season for the Eagles is come week one, this September, Jalen Hurts is their starting quarterback. I'm completely okay with that. I really, really am. But you have to explore all these options. It's my job to talk about all these options. The word it says, you can't just sit here and be like, uh, it's the offseason. Sorry, I'm not going to talk for the next two months. I'm going to talk about some things. And the Eagles, as we've seen, for literally my entire life and time as a fan for the last two decades during this, you know, this Howie Roseman era that really goes back and is part of a philosophy that dates to the foundation of the Eagles organization when Jeffrey Lurie took over in the mid to late 90s and brought Joe Banner into power and then Andy Reid comes to power and this philosophy that's been driving the organization around quarterback factor and it's obviously a cliche, something that'll go down in infamy how he's saying that, but the Eagles historically have been a quarterback factory. That doesn't mean they're producing a bunch of great, unbelievable quarterback talents, but they are having a lot of quarterbacks in that building, a lot of quarterbacks with name recognition, quarterbacks that come with uh, high draft capital. They've been acquired rather, trade or taking these guys with high picks. Carson Wentz, first round pick. They trade off for him, obviously, number two overall pick. They use a second round pick on Jalen Hurts. He they use a second round pick on Kevin Cobb. And Don McNabb, Don McNabb himself was a second overall pick. You see where I'm going with this. So I don't think it can ever, ever be out of the question that the Eagles can take a quarterback. And when a guy of these players' calibers comes up in the discussion, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, especially when I'm saying with Murray, nowhere to go but up when up. I think you have to talk about it. You, if maybe if you were a fan of you know the Dallas Cowboys, which mean you have a lot of other problems going on in your life, but you really want them to talk about that. Doc Prescott's entrenched there, I think. Maybe I, I think he's good to go. I think they like him, or maybe if you were a fan of you know kansas city obviously they're not gonna get rid of patrick mahomes or if you're a fan of whatever the rams you have matthew Stafford now just won the super bowl Uh, but you saw even two years ago it is now and it's weird that the 2020 nfl draft was it was two years ago nearly at this point in the way that we were all set on Wentz, and then the eagles use a second round pick on a quarterback so you really really can't rule out any of this stuff And at the same time as much as i again i say i expect hurts to be the day one starter uh come this season but again they go and draft Kenny Pickett with the 15th or 16th pick I'm not going to act like I'm the most shocked person on the face of the earth because I really wouldn't be or if Carson Strong's anybody (laughs) chips on the table cards on the table they're gonna say don't necessarily want another quarterback named Carson regardless of how he is as a player kind of thing last year where Trey Lance they were gonna like okay we're gonna draft Another North Dakota State quarterback. We're really going to go through all this. Obviously, they're different players. They're different people. They're they probably have no real intimate connection. And that's even more so for Carson Strong who played at Nevada than Carson Wentz. But this in my head, vibes, yeah, the vibes a little off. So I, I don't really want to go down that route. But I think this is I'm not going to be the last person who talks about Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson coming to Philadelphia this. This offseason. Obviously, I'm not someone who's plugged in. This isn't source material. These aren't reports. These aren't those types of things. But as someone who navigates this odd reporter, I shouldn't say reporter, writer, journalist, fan type of sphere, so to speak, I have to talk about it. Again, it'd be weird if I didn't talk about these quarterbacks on the market, given some of the questions about Jalen Hurts' passing talent, arm talent. Again, Thing on the BGN radio network, there's no one who likes Hurts more than me. And that's been true since the 2020 season when things really evaporated for Wentz. I mean, I was calling for uh, Hurts to replace Wentz earlier than it even happened in that Packers game. And, you know, I think I took some flack for it there. And maybe I still take flack for it now, given that, you know, Jalen is a divisive topic and a divisive figure amongst Eagles fans. And that's not going to say commentary on who he is as a person or a guy because he seems – uh, an amazing person, great intangibles. I don't think anything like that could ever be questioned about him. And obviously, put forth one of the best rushing seasons we've ever seen from a quarterback. But again, it's going to come down to people saying, what can you do throwing the ball? What can you do throwing this? You know, it's third and eight, you know, 12-yard out. Can he hit that? And obviously, the playoff performance against Tampa Bay, wild card round this past season, been in, in January last month already. feels where that's nearly – that's. February 15th it's been more than a month that that happened seems weird but it is obviously he didn't do anything to really silence the long-standing uh, critics and doubters he had uh, about who he is as a passer at the NFL level very unfortunately I would, it would have been great it Would have been great for me great for my brand if John went out there threw 275 yards two touchdowns hit the rushing touchdown 60 yards on the ground and led the Eagles to an upset win. that'd have been great for me on so many levels my job My mental health, maybe my physical health too, whatever. But the quarterback discussion isn't going to stop. And really, and some people may be like, oh, you got to stop talking about it. No, like it's the most important position in sports. And no team has ever been in my lifetime more active at the quarterback position in terms of cycling through players and acquiring players than this Eagles team, this Eagles franchise. That's what I have to talk about. But Hopefully before then, before we get NFL draft stuff, they're definitely going to do a lot of that soft season. Uh, James Harden, um, don't house the podcast for Liberty Ballers. I will soon stop writing for LibertyBallers.com. Bittersweet thing to stop writing for SB Nation, even though I'll continue podcasting here on BGN Radio. So hopefully we have James Harden to carry us through this lull uh, between the end of the NFL offseason Super Bowl. Okay, Super Bowl. Not particularly good or great to me. It was fine. Uh, then we have the NFL draft and April and NBA playoffs starting then. Baseball, Phillies. Uh, I don't know if that season's going to start in time. I've heard a little bit of different things. I've literally heard. Uh, so that's actually a little bit of intel. I guess I would say that you know there might be some missed games, but I don't. It's not going to be a missed season entirely. I wouldn't expect that at all. Um, Price MVP Flyers lost five four tonight in overtime to the. Hated Pittsburgh Penguins' Sidney Crosby scored his 500th career goal. And, of course, when he scored it, it was against the Flyers. That really sums up where the Flyers are as a franchise and really have been for the last dozen years since their Stanley Cup run in 2010. So, Philly sports, not great. On the upswing with the Sixers with the Harden trade, but just, just put tonight behind you. Put the 48-point loss behind you. These, these games in between when the Sixers traded for Harden last Thursday and when he finally suits up after the All-Star break, do not matter in any sort of way. Whose line is it anyway? It whatever you want to say. Who cares? Don't worry about it. The team they are tonight is going to be the team they are in April and May when they're in the playoffs. So whatever, sleep it off. Go to sleep. Whatever. Relax. Relax. Doesn't matter. Yeah, that's it for me. I wanted to share the job update because I'm sure some people that I, they reached out to me, some listeners who I really really appreciate, thanked me on the new job. We're also maybe a little worried that from the bleachers and odds and end zones, we're coming to an end. That certainly is not the case. We will keep going, keep pumping out great content all offseason, especially when we get to football season in the fall. Uh, this NFL season's been over for just, you know, a little over 48 hours now. And I really, really still can't wait for September to get here, especially because when it's the Eagles for me, it's an entirely different animal than when the Eagles are out of it. And I'm watching some other teams who I my heart and soul aren't into it. So that's for me, Seamus Clancy, the new deputy sports editor at phillyvoice.com. Again, thanks for listening. Make sure you read Philly Voice now, too. Obviously, you have to support bleedinggreennation.com. As always, it uh, was home for me for a long time and you know, part of this network, a thriving part of it, especially with all the great work BLG and all the other writers do. But make sure you check out me and Jimmy's work at Philly Voice, too, going forward. That's for me. No pod for odds and end zones this week with Zoe. Uh, we will be back next week. Maybe do some euphoria talk. Me and Zoe, big euphoria, guys. We'll see about that. Enjoy your week. Enjoy a football-free week. All-star break for the Sixers coming up this weekend. Forget about this loss. Forget about what happens Thursday, Milwaukee, on national TV again. Unfortunately, their next game's on national TV, too, after all of this. Chill, relax, have some fun, and go Birds, right? I can't really say go Birds anymore when I get this job. I think I have to be a little more professional so i'll leave you with a go birds because i don't know how many more i can be saying on this podcast keep leading green what if i can't I, that was my uh, catchphrase i can't really say that anymore i guess well for now keep leading green For
0: i am haunted by you P-G-N.